0: Now the news. I'm Shane Bigham. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has called on China and Norway to enhance multilateral cooperation and jointly promote world peace and prosperity. While meeting his Norwegian counterpart in Beijing, Wang said the two countries should maintain candid communication and properly manage differences to inject more certainty and stability into the world. Espen barth Ida said Norway supports mutual respect and constructive dialogue. He added that Norway is willing to work with China on global challenges such as climate change. United States says it intends to launch more strikes on militias in Iraq and Syria. The U.S. has hit Iranian-linked factions in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen over the past few days. Washington said it was a retaliatory move after a drone strike killed three U.S. troops in Jordan. President Joe Biden claims that Iran-backed militants are responsible for those deaths. Iran's denied its involvement. Ehsan Kevani has more from Tehran.
1: The foreign ministry spokesman Nasser Khanani emphasized that Iran has no proxy forces in the region and is not looking for friction with any country uh, either uh, iran says uh, all the targets in syria and iraq were fighter groups which are called uh, the resistance groups by iran who do not take orders from iran tehran emphasizes that uh, such groups act independently there are even doubts if all the u.s attacks in syria and iraq were successful as we heard Iraqi saying uh, considerable number of uh, casualties uh, in Iraq were civilians.
0: China says it opposes any action that violates another country's security, sovereignty or territorial integrity. A Foreign Ministry spokesperson was responding to a question regarding US strikes on Syria and Iraq. Both countries have condemned the attacks. The Chinese official said that China urges all parties to abide by international law to avoid escalation. Israel says its military has dismantled some of Hamas's combat battalions in Gaza and will continue to eliminate the rest in Rafah. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is dealing with rifts within his cabinet as U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken visits the region again to secure a truce and aid for Gaza. Netanyahu says Israel is not ready to accept a deal to release hostages held by Hamas. Sarah Coates reports.
2: The military said it dismantled major Hamas infrastructure in Khan Yunus, including uh, an area that was a command centre that was used by the brother of the head of Hamas in the Strip. There's been a lot of discontent, and it really is only growing within the Israeli cabinet, within the government. These wider cabinet members, they are saying that they want to be briefed on everything that's going on, including, of course, this hostage deal. There is also uh, a lot of anger on the opposition, side. This is coming from Benny Gantz. He's then been saying that he'll also quit this uh, small war cabinet if Netanyahu caves to the right. So this is certainly a, a massive dilemma for Netanyahu.
0: A court in Seoul has cleared Samsung Electronics chairman Lee jae Young in a case over irregularities in a 2015 merger of Samsung affiliates. Prosecutors last year called for Lee to be jailed for five years for his involvement in alleged stock price manipulation and other wrongdoings that helped the defendants gain at the expense of minority investors. Lee and the executives denied wrongdoing, saying the processes were a part of normal management activities. China's Caixin Services Purchasing Managers Index stood at 52.7 in January. Despite a slight fall from the previous month, the figure is the second highest in the past six months. January's expansion was attributed to improved market conditions and rising orders for services exports. China's latest cut to the reserve requirement ratio for commercial banks is officially effective. Analysts say the cut by 50 basis points aims at offering liquidity for the upcoming Chinese New Year, as well as strengthening credit capabilities of commercial banks and stabilizing asset prices. MetLife Stadium in New Jersey will host the 2026 World Cup Final. While FIFA has awarded the opener of the tournament on June 11th to Mexico City's Estadio Azteca. AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas has the most matches of any venue with nine. The World Cup, co-hosted by the United States, Canada and Mexico, will be the first edition after the expansion to 48 teams and 104 games. And that's the news. I'm Shane Bickham.